Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. Each week on After Hours, Ryan and I sit down to explore further into the wide world of whiskey by tasting and reviewing whiskeys without the limits of our featured bottle being bourbon. I hope you join us in this journey to challenge and expand our whiskey knowledge. Our show starts now. Hey, it's Ryan. As you might be able to tell, I had a really fun night last night <laughs> and I have both allergies and lost my voice because I'm in Los Angeles and I'm visiting friends and doing meetings and all around hanging out with the cool kids of LA. This is a special episode of After Hours. Uh, I don't have Alec with me today, but I do have my good friend, Brian George Randalls. Uh, I call him Georgie like his dad does. Uh, Brian is a filmmaker. He's a director, producer, story producer on a uh, popular reality show. Uh, we've made films together. He made a really special documentary uh, called One of Many about his grandfather uh, in World War II. Brian's from Kentucky. Uh, he's really a major uh, whiskey, um, I would say not connoisseur, but someone who's just, just part of his culture, having grown up in Louisville. And uh, we had a great conversation. It's admittedly a bit meandering uh, as there's a certain ease in our friendship. Uh, and I think that if you hang on, <laughs> it's a really, really special conversation and I hope you enjoy it. So let's get into it. This is Brian George Randalls and Ryan Bayless for After Hours. Are you recording? I'm recording. Well, no. Is Okay. I, I want to address this for you. Okay. We're going. Do you like you hit record, right? <laughs> yeah. And we've we've been talking yeah. for twenty minutes prior to this. You, I knew you were going to say this right out of the gate. It's the shit. You hate it. Yeah. It happens, yeah. and it's yeah. I can't yeah. help it. Yeah. It's like yeah, there's the shift. Yeah, the shift. <laughs> <laughs> say no, something no. about the shift. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the shift. Yeah. I feel it. I know what you're talking about. I remember this from last time. You're the only person who's ever said anything about it because you're like intuitive. You're right. actor, director, all those things. Yeah. So. Uh, those things you pick up on those things, right? But like I know I don't feel that the person I'm before that or the person that I am after that is any less sincere. No, it's not. It's just when that fucking light comes on. Well, there's an energy to yes, it. Yes, that's all yeah. it is. There's yeah. an energy shift. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. It's definitely not a because I'm doing it too. Yeah, like I'm more animated. Yeah, and it's just that thing when the red or this is the blue light when the blue light comes yeah. on. It's like. Oh shit! There's this yeah. infusion of like yeah, it's fire. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's an energy, and you, what you have to figure out, I guess, for well, actors, I think, figure out is like how to channel you, it. use it. But mm -hmm. uh, uh, hey, so just before we get any further, today I'm with Brian. Uh, he's a he won a uh, contest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I lost one. Of them here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, Alec is not with us. Uh, <laughs> that was sounding really sad. He's no longer with us. <laughs> no, Alec is is uh, at home, and uh, I'm here in Los Angeles with my friend Brian, and we're uh, drinking Old Forester Statesman. Yeah. Uh, which Alec unfairly called cheap when I told him that that's what we were drinking. But what a jerk. Uh, yeah, you know he's not a nice guy. <laughs> no. Um, he must have been raised wrong. This was given to us again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pouring a little. Do you have some already? Yeah, we okay. Um, this was a gift. You brought it over a gift. Not for me, but someone gave it to you. Somebody gave me this bottle, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, well, I'll give, I'll do, I'll do the intro for you mm -hmm. of me. How about mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. So, I am a 
uh, like you said, director, writer, actor, producer, all those things. I make content, essentially. Ugh, I know. You gotta say it better than that. It's real, though. I make con- disposable content. Yeah. I mean, the more you do it, the yeah. more you realize, like, yeah. holy shit, this yeah. just this could be laundry detergent. You're filling the void. You are yeah. putting something inside the box. Yeah. All right. So on the first episode I did of this fine show, um, you called me a time traveler, which I think everybody, if you're going to listen to this, should listen to that one. Because yeah. I sound incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so stoked. I was like, wow, my boy did. He did it was, right. We drink Willet, right? Yeah, we drink Willet. Yeah. And um, so basically, my latest um, project was a documentary. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it's more than content. It was yeah. very personal. Yeah. I truly love it. It was yeah. about my grandfather. It's a World War II documentary. But you framed it up when you were making it initially as like, oh, this is a piece of content because you saw the value. Yeah. But, no, you, I, but it's also a super, that's why I kept saying like, I see how you see it as a TV show or like a pilot or a way to like sell it, but like, it's such a personal film. Yeah, it's super yeah. personal. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I, I'm really proud, I'm proud. Not that I'm not proud of the first film I did, which yeah. you worked on with me, which yeah. was Runner, but this one is much more personal because it's about my grandfather, yeah. so it's like inherently it's going to be. I want to say something real quickly. Brian grew up in Louisville, Kentucky, so uh, if you're if you're wondering where that hillbilly accent comes from, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, your grandfather's, a, <laughs> your grandfather's from Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. He was born and raised. That's and, the that's our whiskey interest, our whiskey connection, kind of is, yeah. is Kentucky. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. He grew up in Louisville, so did I. Yeah. Um, his uh, family, though, like, and the doc kind of explores this is from Germany. Yeah. So he comes over. Lean in a little bit. Oh, it's too far away. A little, it gets a little, a little roomy is all. Big <sighs> budget on this thing. One mic we're splitting. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like sharing a sofa bed. Yeah, like we've done that before too. Yeah, we we're very tight. <laughs> Would you hear the dog barking in the background? Probably. Too? Is that going to be? Okay? No, I think it adds. Fun. No, I like th- these are especially. It's nice when they're real. <laughs> yeah, because it's after hours, yeah. not as polished. Yeah. Yeah, but like <laughs> it hits just. Still right. has the shift. <laughs> <laughs> the shift is there. Oh. I hate the shift, but yeah. I also know the shift is part of it. It's a part of it. Yeah. And you've got to, you got to lean into it. Yeah. When I'm, you know what I'm wary of is people mm. that are too good at the shift. Yeah. I, I hate people that are yeah. too good at the shift. Yeah. It's like, I would imagine I've never met somebody that was like a Disney star as a child, but I bet mm. they're incredible at the shift. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I worked with someone. I've worked with two people who who are good at the shift. Yeah, and uh, and one person who was sincerely that, which was like surprising, but uh, who actually could like who rather than turn it up, they turned it down when performance, and that was actually really right. impressive. Um, That's where I think the the good like the shift is inherent. Yeah, like if you're going to be an actor, like, yeah, you have to know how to control the shift. I yeah. I would like to even when I'm directing someone to connect with them on the not shifted yeah. level first just to like know where that lives yeah and then when the camera come on all right we'll we'll direct it however we need to i think both have an intimacy in a weird way like i think we crave we're gonna go back to your grandfather in a second but just to yeah. riff on the shift a mm-hmm. little more mm-hmm. uh there we crave like intimacy i think uh, directors and artists in particular crave intimacy uh 
And uh, even Alec and I talk about this, even the point of doing this show and to do like we, we started by drinking bourbon with our dad. It was just like a way it was like a, we needed fuel for that, for the shift. We yeah. needed the shift to happen. Yeah. Uh, and it was like we crave intimacy. And then when you can give it context, then it like adds a level that like is hard to get to without a lot of work. Not a lot of work, but it takes like. You know, it's sort of the camp mentality when you work on a film or something, right? Where, like, you become this, you create a bubble and there's this level of intimacy that, and and even in performance, there's a level. When you're working with an actor, you might not know them, but if you guys are in the scene and you know the context and you shift into it, yeah, suddenly there's an intimacy there that's not 100%. there. It's thrilling. Yeah. It's yeah. a great, I mean, shit, that's yeah. a big part of why we do this stuff because yeah. it's exciting yeah. and, like, you're creating art and you're in yeah. the moment and you're like, holy shit, I'm performing, whatever. Yeah. The hard part is, is like you and I are now, yeah. like it or not, old friends. <laughs> so like we exist outside of the shift. Yeah, yeah. So when the shift happens with like an old friend, it's we like, feel it. are we shifting? Yeah, like, we're yeah, shifting yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. for the fucking whiskey podcast? I know. All right. In some ways though, it's like, it, it's also jump starting. We yeah. haven't seen someone in a while. I haven't seen you in a while. Right? I Which mean, is crazy. Yeah. You're right. Pre, Pre-COVID. Yeah. So we haven't seen each other in a while. Because we did the, my, the episode on... Over, yeah, over Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's go back to your grandfather. So your grandfather's Kentucky, but originally from Germany. Grew yep. up in Germany no, as a no, no, kid no. or just his family, German yeah. heritage? German heritage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Baden Baden. Okay. It's like a spa town yeah. really in Germany. Uh yeah. his grandparents came over like in the dock. You can actually see the Ellis Island document. My editor, yeah. like his name's Brian Keach. Yeah. Uh stud found it. Yeah. And that's awesome. Um man, like I, you know, when you're making something, you know, I don't get that emotional, yeah. like, because you're working. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, yeah. I gotta, I'm putting the puzzle together, yeah. which I did kind of backwards by yeah. the nature of the creation of this thing. Yeah. But when Keach found that document, yeah. I fucking lost it. Really? Yeah, because, like, that That's was proof. Cool. Yeah. Like, there it was. Yeah. Like, wow, we came over. Like, yeah. Yeah. I am the you know, descendant of immigrants full yeah. on. Like, yeah. there it is. And yeah. it was, uh, you know, I'd never seen any yeah. paperwork. So yeah. we put it in the doc. Yeah. Like, highlighted it, like, boom. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah, so he came, his family came over, and he, but he was born in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Grew up, he was born in the 20s. Mm-hmm. So he grew up, obviously, pretty poor. Yeah. And then joined, uh, joined the army when he was 18. Um, he was in Europe at 19. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's what the doc's insane. about, is like his time in, in Europe. Is he a bourbon drinker? Yeah. He drinks... Um, shit, is it Old Foe? He might drink Old Forester. Yeah? I can't remember. He, he always has a 175 of something yeah. laying around. Yeah. No, it's Old Barton. Very Old Barton. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He drinks very Old Barton. Wow, that's funny. The First of all, that's a, uh, a great bourbon for very cheap. Super cheap. Uh, he is a... a uh, Drink it cheap, don't pay a lot for it. Yeah, yeah he, good he, for he him. He pinches his pennies, yeah. for sure. Um, how old is he? 97 now. 97. And he still drinks bourbon. Yeah. Maybe that's the trick. <laughs> it's, it's something. I He still does a crossword every day. He That goes a long way. Yeah, it keeps him sharp. He speaks French, speaks German. Oh my God. He's not, I wouldn't, he's getting on in age, and even he would tell you, like, he wasn't fluent, yeah. but, like, he was conversational. Yeah. And the doc kind of delves into that yeah, too. Yeah. Um, but he just was remained sharp. Yeah. Um, somehow. Yeah. And it's been, you know, I didn't know him terribly well growing up. I have a cousin named Steve who you yeah. know who was really tight with him. Yeah. And you're tight with Steve. Correct. So, so that was, was yeah. you know, you know, 
know, certain family members are tighter with others. Sure, of course. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but which was kind of nice because when I was making the doc, I could have an objective view. Yeah. Of my grandpa, not like that. Yeah. Close. Yeah. You know. He's a character you're not... You might be protective in some ways, but sure. you're also willing to be subjective. You have to be both. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're, you know, like, for example, there's three or four stories that we recreate, mm -hmm. and one of which he couldn't quite get... Like, he's 97, and he mm -hmm. just didn't really have it. Like, yeah. all perfectly arranged. And yeah. He told it twice, and there was just some... Inconsistency. And I was like... We I actually, this is true, I was watching the footage back, I come back to LA, I'm putting mm -hmm. it together, and I'm just like, this feels off, like it doesn't yeah. feel right, whatever, and I flew back to Louisville, and I did it a third time, I was like, hey, you need to focus up, yeah. I know you're still there, but yeah. like, I need to know what exactly transpired. It became your obsession to know that story? Yeah, just because no. I wanted him to like, I, and here's, I mean, knock on all the way available, like, yeah. if he were to pass, yeah. And, like, I've got the version that's not quite right. Yeah. Come on. You can make the story. Yeah, but I would, but it's like, I want the, I want, I want what happened. I yeah. want, I'm going to give him that third try to be like, hey, focus up your mind. What actually went down? Yeah. Because it's not about, like, the best story. I want yeah. the truth. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went back and got it and he got it. Yeah. You know, but he's nice. He didn't give a shit. All yeah. this stuff was, he was 19. He's like, bro. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, you can only remember. I mean, shit, I can't remember pre-COVID. Yeah. Like, my brain has, I mean, I don't know. What was it, yeah. what was it even like? I know. I keep thinking about uh, all this stuff. Like, there's all these, uh, I don't know a good example to really articulate this point, but, like, stuff that seemed like old news or people knew about or uh, I talked about with people in intimate ways even feels like it's, like, fresh again. Like, people are like, oh, what about this or what about that? I don't know. It just seems like there's, like, a... There's like a loss of, there's like a lost year before the pandemic almost. Yeah. Does that mean, maybe I just, I got divorced and, yeah. I, and all this other stuff happened. You, uh, you were preoccupied. I was preoccupied ahead of the pandemic. But I don't think you're alone. I mean, yeah. shit, I went through a breakup prior to the, prior to the pandemic. Like mm -hmm. I think people had, people had a different attachment to life. Yeah. And therefore your memory is trying to play catch up with that. Yeah. Because you were fundamentally a different person. Yeah. So your brain is reaching back to a time that you don't even recognize anymore. Yeah. So of course your your memories are going to be like convoluted. Yeah. Or almost feel, uh, I don't know. They almost get vaporized in a way. Yeah. You're just like ah, I don't know. It's almost it's hazy or foggy. Yeah. Um, and even now, like post post COVID, I feel like that. Like because I I've, I've kind of speaking of shift, I've shifted into a place where. I try to just be happy day to day mm. more so than so goal oriented of like mm. something like in five years from now, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. And I still have goals. It's not like yeah. I'm just laying about, but yeah. it's I age too. I think it's age for sure. Yeah. And just an understand. I think the pandemic just drilled it, like yeah. drilled it home. Yeah. Like, Hey man, it's fleeting. Yeah. So just enjoy it. Yeah. Take your surf days. Yeah. Because yeah. Because um, it is fleeting. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why we leaned into whiskey. <laughs> yeah. In a way, because uh, my I, well, my grandfather said something once. Speaking of grandfathers, he said uh, 
that reminds me of a song. I know the melody, but I forgot the words a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I feel that way a lot about whiskey where it like, I, I've said this a bunch, but it like, it causes you to want to look back, but you forget what you saw. And I feel like there's a lot of that now. Uh, uh, but there is something about like I crave still to look back, even if I won't be able to take in everything or like I don't know. There's something about there's like a nostalgia. Have you gone back through like your old Facebook or Instagram pictures and stuff from like ten years ago? Because uh, they do help like jog the memory. A little bit, yeah. I don't. It's funny. I I feel like I anchor myself in this feeling of nostalgia and longing as a person, as a creative. But I I forget huge gaps in my life. <laughs> like I know it seems bizarre, but like I have like I, it's You're like, just gonna cruise right into senility. Well, <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like waking up being like, does it matter if I know where I am? <laughs> I was what just thinking when you said I try to rides out in his undies, walking down, getting the mail again. You're like I try to be happy. I'm like I don't know that I try to be happy as much as like I experience happiness and I experience unhappiness. Yeah. And I don't know how much of it I can control. Well, I think that's just... I mean, you can put yourself in positions. I... Oh, man. It's... So... I'm dating someone named Kate, and we've, yeah. we've come across... I taught her how to surf. Yeah. And so I've always been into surfing. You've known yeah. that. And... But we've really kind of landed on, for us, this metaphor of waves. Mm -hmm. And it's super helpful. Because mm -hmm. you're not gonna, you can't punch a wave. Yeah, you know, you can't fight. You you will, yeah. you have to experience point, it. Yes, be grateful yeah. to catch one if you do, and yeah. if you don't, it's all right. There's another one right behind it. Yeah. So you know, if you apply that to happiness and unhappiness, mm -hmm. like you know, mm -hmm. you just know that that feeling, like you're not gonna wrestle it into it being what you want it to be. Yeah. You know, you're you should just be grateful when it's happy and mm -hmm. be know your own strength when yeah. you're unhappy. Yeah. And kind of roll with it it's like the kurt vonnegut thing of like when you when you're happy or something's nice i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher yeah. what, dude, dude, uh, yeah. what is quote it quote him yeah. let's see how, quote, let's yeah. see how smart you get yeah, just no, think of your fucking, grandma bro. i'm a fucking jerk <laughs> uh no uh uh if this isn't nice i don't know what is oh okay yeah um and he he would say like uh that his uncle used to say that i believe like his uncle if something was nice he would just say it out loud because mm. it was like he wanted to like everyone just like hey look acknowledge it yeah Acknowledge it, and that's oh. huge. And and funny how somebody as prolific as that is still looking to their in that case uncle. But yeah, like my grandpa yeah. is saying your. Yeah, you just said yours. Like yeah, my shit. My dad, I made an entire movie. Yeah, I don't even think you know this. The so runner, like a lot of it's about like not being able to run away. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. can't escape yourself. Yeah. Well, my dad had this saying, which obviously got, you know, uh, morphed into what mm -hmm. came runner somewhere along the way. Like, but he would say, he calls me Georgie. Yeah. So he'd be like, I started hey. calling you Georgie as a result. I think I heard him say that once. I haven't called you Georgie in a while. But oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah he called me Georgie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you, you, I like that because you introduced me as Brian George Randall yeah. on the. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because that is how my credits are. Yeah, like, yeah, I keep yeah. the Georgie for that. Yeah. And my grandpa's name is Georgie. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But anyway, um, uh, he would always say, uh, Georgie, no matter where you are in the world, it's always just people getting up and going to work. Mm. And it's a very blue collar mentality, but yeah, like, I it's, like that. it's true. And yeah. so, but I hated it. 
because it felt very defeatist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm a big believer in that you do create what you fear. Yeah. So my first movie, of course, is like this yeah. kind of uh, exploration of that idea. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, shit, literally the movie's called Runner and yeah. you can't escape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he can't escape himself. And that's, He ends up back. That movie frustrates me, frustrated me for so long. I'm having such an epiphany about it now, but at the end, sort of, because it's like, sort of ends up back at square one, mm-hmm. but that's like the fear of the runner, right? It's like, Correct. you're going to be back where you started. You can escape. There you, is even, no You can, and, and in fact, that's like the most optimal thing that could happen to you yeah. for some, sometimes. We all get condensed down, even though like if you take it from a ge- geometric standpoint, like take it to like the atom, right? We all get yeah. condensed down to like one point. Yeah. So you can reach out as far as you fucking want. It doesn't yeah. matter. At yeah. the end of the day, you know, I mean, you really start getting into mortality here, but yeah. like you will get condensed back down to that yeah. single point. So for him <laughs> in the movie... You fucker. I know, that's terrible. <laughs> but like that's the... That's the thing, like, for for the movie, it yeah. was, and if, I, well, you remember this, but I was, like, emphatic on the R had to be yeah. uh, facing. Sure. Because yeah. I, I wanted to be this. Well, symbols really matter to you, too. Correct. Yeah. So, anyway, but that movie, and I didn't even really know this when I was making it, but, like, you know, five years later or whatever, um, and I haven't even watched the movie probably since we fucking last watched it. Yeah. But I was thinking about, man, my fucking dad did a number on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, there it is, man. Like, there it fucking is. Yeah. That's, that's why we make art, though. Agreed. Yeah. But I think, I think especially when you're starting out, yeah. you create what you fear. Yeah. And then as you get a little mm-hmm. more confident, like, I'm getting more confident. Like, I was so stoked to make my grandpa's doc because it was lighter. It yeah. was based on true event. It wasn't purely fictional. Yeah, just something light like World War II, you know? <laughs> I know, that was light for my fucking ass. But, like, you know, but it was, but you know, you saw it. Like, it's yeah. got, like, the upswing. Oh, it's so, great. It's yeah. a beautiful film. But, like, yeah. it, it's helpful to know, because what I really, as a first-time filmmaker yeah. at that point, I was riddled with anxiety about how this is the one thing that will define me. Yeah. And I was like, I have to make something else because yeah. I can't. I'm way I don't more... want to be defined by that. Yeah, which is and especially yeah. something as nihilistic as you know the concept of, of runner, you know, yeah. and like anyway. Yeah. So bourbon. This is after hours. You've been sticking with us. Uh, it's a special episode of After Hours. You know it's after hours because that's what it says in the title. But it's a special episode uh, with my buddy Brian. Uh, you've stuck with us so far. Uh, this conversation is, is, uh, really, uh, wandering, wandering. <laughs> no, no. Uh, thankfully so. I love having conversations yeah. like this, especially with you. Um, we're drinking old Forester. It's 95 proof. Oh, yeah. It's the Statesman. I don't know what that, what distilled exclusively for Statesman. I, I don't know what that means. I'm sure someone does. You can email us, uh, Instagram, DM, whatever it is. Reach out. We're also on Twitter right now, which has been really fun. I know. Talking to people on Twitter. But uh, uh, I like Old Forester is a classic. They have a great uh, distillery spot in Louisville. Yeah. Fun place to visit. I mean, it's sort of like like a lot of these big places, a little bit Disney worldy. But um, I want to try something really quickly. Just pour a little bit in here. Uh and uh, I want you to throw a little lemon in there. Just a little splash of lemon. Do I squeeze it or just yeah, throw just, it Yeah, just, well, you could, yeah, just do a little squeeze and just toss it. Squeeze, toss. So, you, I, I told you I was going to do this. You called me pretentious. Yes, bougie. Uh, it is bougie. But, uh, I don't know if you've read um, Pappyland. 
Uh, no, I know what you're talking amazing about. Amazing book. Yeah, you yeah. would love it. All right, I need uh, but there was a story about how uh, Julian Van Winkle, who owns Pappy Van Winkle, uh, he uses, he puts a little lemon slice uh, in his All Pappy. Right. And so his son was at a bar and ordered Pappy with the lemon slice. And the bartender was like, you can't drink it like that. And he was like, well, my dad I actually does. Fucking <laughs> Who's I mean, your dad? So uh, I started yeah. doing it and I think it's really nice. All right, let's try it. Um, and I think especially with like Old Forester, like there's something that's a really classic Kentucky bourbon. I think it just adds a nice little thing, especially if we're drinking it's neat. You know what? Hold on, let me get one more taste. You're not wrong. That's nice, right? That's actually really nice. It's so simple. You're so right. It's so simple. See, look at the things that you know now. <laughs> like I put a lemon in the brown juice. But still though, like I would have never <laughs> thought of that. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't have. Yeah. And it's really good. You know what I would think I would like this with? Yeah. <laughs> I would like this with a head cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, if yeah. I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, like, people make, like, hot toddies. I do, like, almost every night in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be a nice tonic for yeah. I'm, like, laid up on my third Netflix movie. Yeah. And I'm tired, and like I've got the sniffles, and I would drink that. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's super good. Yeah, and I think it is like a yeah, if you're feeling sick or in the winter kind of thing. But it also just elevates something, especially if you're drinking it neat. Like I like this. I think it's good. I mean, 95 proof is like it's not 80. It's not meant to be cheap. It's still a little bit up, up there, but it's not yeah. bottle and bonded 100 either. So it's a um, it was a gift for uh, actually my well, it was actually my brother's friend but he's my friend too a uh, guy named Sean Gosney mm -hmm. gave me that when he went to the screening for the documentary and um, yeah I mean shit I get free bottles a free bottle yeah so I was like let's put it on the show yeah that's amazing uh, what's the doc called one of many one of many it's gonna yeah. be out eventually yeah uh, Brian's other film is Runner uh, I recommend watching both and then calling your dad. Yeah, or your, or your grandfather, your and drink a <laughs> drink a bourbon with lemon <laughs> while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, cheers, bud. Yeah, man. Hey, we're gonna do another one with Brian next week, so make sure to tune in to After Hours. I don't know if you tune in. I don't know what people do. Make sure you click on the next one. This is After Hours. Uh, Brian will also be in there. Yeah, I'll try not to be as long winded. No, please. Oh, you want to be more long winded? You can do whatever you want. This is After Hours. Oh God. That was After Hours. Thanks for listening. Did you like what you heard? Join us at the Bourbon Library for more. And remember to rate, review, and share our show with friends. It's more fun drinking together. All right, until next time. Cheers.